Welcome to the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network, home of the Dresden Files podcast, 42 Entertainment, and many others. More podcasts like this one can be found at brokenjars.xyz. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where as always, we're talking about the failings of the late great human race. And for the first time since the last time, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, Jacob. <laughs> if you were, uh, were going to describe this podcast, uh, Team Human or Team Gorilla, which one are we? <laughs> <laughs> and that laugh you're hearing is... The newest member of the Broken Jaws Broadcasting family, Jay Ray, who's a fan of the man we all love to hate, so I don't know how good of a person he really is, but we'll find out soon enough. Uh, sup, everybody. Nice to, uh, nice to be here. I'm happy you guys invited me on. Of course. Yeah, we thanks for joining us. Yeah. Odd. Well, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that not everybody on our podcast is as lame. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So how do you, uh, just we'll just go in right into it. Like, how do you be friends with that asshole? Well, uh, <laughs> hey, I like Alex. Alex is I know, a good guy. If man. you listen, to Alex, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I uh, we went to college together, but we never talked in college. You all had gender studies together, or what? <laughs> we did not have gender studies together. <clears throat> I was, I was, I was like, uh, I was tweeting about video games a couple weeks ago, and he. Uh, messaged me on Facebook out of nowhere. He's like, uh, have you heard of Overwatch? And he was just going on and on about Overwatch. Oh, and I hadn't yes. seen this kid yeah. in like five Sounds years. Like Alex. <laughs> um, and then a couple weeks later, he's like, hey, let's do a podcast. And I was like, sure, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Then. So, Ryan, how are you doing today, man? I'm making it. Um, it flooded again over the weekend. I heard I got a lot of rain down there. Holy cow. Um, so... You remember the big house down at the bottom of the hill where my grandparents used to live? Yeah. That flooded back in 94? It flooded again. Jesus. My uncle's living there now. It got 32 inches in it. Wow. Which is quite a bit. Almost, you know, that's, that's almost three, three feet, feet, right? Yes. Yeah, almost. My, um, my son goes to school, which is across. It's a big creek, but it, it's like almost a river, but it's just a big creek. But it fills up really bad when it floods. Spring Creek right there? Oh, yeah. And my son got trapped on the other side of Spring Creek for three days. Dang. Luckily, my grand my grandmother knew somebody on the on the road. You know, we live in Texas, Magnolia, right? So, one of the kids on the road, right? One of the well, I say kid, but he's like twenty five, twenty four. Has a mudding truck, like specifically built, you know, to go mudding with off roading and right, stuff. Right. So my grandmother's like, "Hey, can you take me to the the school to get my grandson?" He's like, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, being that kind of guy. So they nice. uh, they made it there. Got my son, and he had to spend the, uh, you know, those two days, two and a half days or whatever with my family out on the farm. But nobody lost power, so That's it's really good. not that bad. Yeah. At least he wasn't, like, stuck somewhere without family, you know. There was, like, 80 kids that got stuck there for two days. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, without the school wasn't prepared for that in any way. I mean, you've gotten a lot of rain this volunteer. spring. I mean, lots of rain this spring, right? Lots and lots of rain this spring. Yeah, I don't know for sure how much. I'm not going to Google it or anything. I might, but 
Lots. <laughs> Enough that it's almost flooded things that I've never seen in my life flood more than once. Where you're like, wow, that's the highest I've ever seen that water. Ever. You know. And what's really insane is, you know how on Facebook uh, it shows you like what happened last year on this day? Right. Right? So last the that same day that the house flooded, a year ago to the same day, it was like five feet from that house. So it's like, damn, that's crazy that you'd have a storm the exact same day, you know, 365 days later. Hmm. Yeah, <sighs> for sure. All these crazies down here in Texas are like, see, global warming. I'm like, aren't you all the same people who didn't believe in global warming like three years ago? What the fuck? <laughs> like, how does things change so quickly? Like, it's weird to see the narrative, like the... I don't know, like the hive mind, how it kind of changes its overall, I guess, thoughts, you know, what's cool to think about or say. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so how you been, Jake? I've been all right, you know, just uh, just making it. Uh, family was in town for the last, like, five days, so I got to hang out. How was with that? Me. It was good, except my dad and brother both arrived sick, and now I'm getting sick, so those guys are jerks. Thanks, Dad. But you know it was fun. Just hung out, you know. Just grilled a lot. I got, I got, I fi- I'm finally living in a house, so I can finally have a grill. So I got the grill, buy a grill this weekend. Just a little Weber, you know. Just grilling some hot dogs and some hamburgers all weekend. It was pretty cool. So, how was the um, ballpark? It was really cool. It was really fun seeing that side because we did a uh, J J Ray. I don't know if you, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, but uh, we did a ballpark tour of pnc park is where the pirates play mm. and so we got to go in like their batting cages and the locker room and all that kind of stuff and it was really cool to see like the inner workings of it like you're walking down the hall it's like mri room next room x-ray room next room you know the, like it's a <laughs> the physical hospital therapy. down next there room, pharmacy <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much I mean, it was really next cool room, surgery like, ops yeah. it's something I, something I learned so the warning track around you know a baseball the baseball park whatever you know so like around the fence and stuff up for a pop fly right it's not made out of dirt it's Ooh. made out of crushed volcanic rock in at every baseball stadium that oh. makes noise or some or something or? no because it um it's super porous so it doesn't okay. puddle it takes like a foot of rain before it'll start to puddle so it's, it's a way to keep everything dry and so it was like huh all of the things i know about baseball did not know that one is that so where they pull the tarps over if it goes underneath the tarp it just goes on that and drains yeah well, and, they, and they don't cover they don't generally cover the warning track with the uh, tarp anyway okay so okay. It, you know it just pulls you know just drops through and because all of those things have drainage systems underneath the turf to pull water away mm-hmm. right so it's much money they spend on those mm-hmm. so yeah it was really cool really nice uh warm this weekend we were from like, it was like 50, 50, 50, 95. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no spring. <laughs> it was just a really long winter and then summer. Like the first day nice. of like Memorial Day, it was like 80, 85, which is warm for Pittsburgh. So, but yeah, so just, you know, getting back into the work thing this week. Uh, probably going to take another couple of days off in a couple of weeks. So. You know, it's it's my it's my time for summer break, and I'm gonna use it. So I guess you could finish up that work saga. You solved the problem. 
I solved the problem. Is the solution fairly easy to describe? Was it something where you're like, damn it, there's a comma? No, it wasn't like that. Um, I'm not 100% sure on what it actually was. That's cool. I I made like four changes and re-ran it and it worked. And I was like, oh, I'm out. Just walk away. I told my, like, if my parents hadn't been coming in, I would have left work the moment I got the correct solution. I I even told my wife, like, if I get that correct solution and I don't have to be anywhere else, I'm leaving work. I'm taking half a day of vacation. I'm just walking out the door. Because I've been fighting that damn thing for, what, three weeks now, something like that? Yeah, three or four weeks, right? Man, it was brutal, brutal, brutal. But, you know, work's good, I guess, as good as work can be. So It's work, right? <laughs> it's work. J-Ray, how you been, man? What you, what you been up to? Uh, not bad. I'd, well, I was supposed to have a long weekend, technically, with Memorial Day and all that. But um, my company, that uh, we launched a new website. So as a promotional tactic, we decided to uh, participate in, like, a local street fair for Memorial Day. Oh, um, yeah, well, I was like, you know, I want to be progressive at my job and i want to come up with cool ideas and then i end up having to implement those ideas which i always forget is the second part of being an idea guy (laughs) and uh so i ended up at this street fair from like 8 a.m to 6 p.m on like this hot summer day and i'd never been like to a street fair as a vendor so i was like totally unprepared i mean i had a canopy and a table i had like four things and people were walking by and i was not quite the salesperson like this dude next to me had this great pitch where he's like Hey man, did you see the new one? Just at random people. There was no new thing. But he was like, Hey, did you see the new one? And they're like, What are you talking about? He's like, Well, come here, let me show you. And then he was selling like socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Or, yeah. And I was like, Man, I don't have that kind of kind of trickery or anything. And then like all the kids would walk by and they're all like, um, he's like, Hey man, you dropped something. And they look around, he's like, Yeah, I got mad discounts over here. <laughs> I, was, I was like, how am I supposed to compete against that? I was just wearing this our company's purple T-shirt. Um, You're like, hey kids, my T-shirt's purple. Yeah, pretty I'm much. Like, whatever, old man. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was one terrible part where I had like a bunch of balloons. I was trying to give out to little kids, but I'm like six three, and I got like piercings all over my <laughs> face and stuff. Yeah. Much. Do you want a balloon, little girl? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yeah. So I didn't. Uh, I didn't get my three day weekend, but. Uh, yeah, I mean Saturday Sunday not too bad. I uh, there's a I live in Patterson, New Jersey, so it's kind of the ghetto. Uh, but for whatever reason, there's a waterfall around here. Uh, so me and my okay. girlfriend, yeah, I, I don't know why, I don't know why, but um, we were checking out the waterfall and we got off the beaten path and found all these abandoned buildings with graffiti and stuff, which was, which was kind of fun. So I live streamed that on Facebook and people were telling me to be careful. They didn't want me to fall through the roofs of anything, so that was nice. Nice to know people care. You don't have to parkour in it. Well, I was telling her, I was like, listen, we got to learn some parkour because I bet there's some sweet shit on top of this building. Uh, you're not too far from Yonkers. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's relative, I suppose. I'm closer than you are then, right? Right. Well, I'm just looking at the map. I'm just looking at the crow flies. But... Yeah, well, he's yeah. from Texas, so everything that's within 100 miles is pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly I changing since I've been to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about going to the Renaissance Festival is all of the people that are so good at pitching, like getting you to stop and like listen or pay attention to whatever they're selling. Oh yeah, because it's all in character and it's all like stuff that like somebody from you know back then would say. But it's you know it's just all acting and fun. But it's usually really funny. Like that's usually one of their tactics is to be clever and funny. 
and I just love to like walk by like the pirates and they're like hitting on girls and stuff, like trying to get them to buy stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't quite it's figured out what that uh, that market is at the street fair. There's like old ladies who look down at me, and then like kind of <laughs> weird white trashy people trying to pick up scraps of food that other people drop. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who wants to buy my shit, man. Little kids running from me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. You know, like I come up with a balloon, and they shoot me in the face with one of those bubble blowers that sounds like a fire truck. <laughs> See, if you wanted to make a really good documentary, you would go around the country, like, finding the best street fair pitches and, like, ask them about it, like, figure out, like, the roots behind it. Because, you know, they all have a story behind why they, like, have this certain pitch or whatever. That'd be a lot of fun. That sounds like one of those awesome TL... Well, not awesomes. That's the wrong word. (laughs) That sounds like one of those, like, TLC shows that are on in the afternoon that nobody ever watches. You'd be like, wait, what is this? Well, it's like watching History it. it's just, Channel. Like, what is, yeah. like, how does this have anything to do with history? But okay, I'm here. I could see that guy. What was that guy? Remember when we were kids, he used to travel to Europe on PBS? He was always, he was always uh, traveling. LaFar Burton? No. Oh, that was, was reading Rainbow. Rainbow. He traveled on that rainbow, though. He did. To a, to a world of fantasy. Hey, didn't that get kickstarted and, like, never happen? What happened oh. with that? It did, but I think it was a web thing only. Yeah, it was an app. And so kids could like click on the app and there would be episodes in the app they could watch. It wasn't like on TV. Oh, okay. That's fair. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was wildly popular. I was just wondering if it ever actually came out. You hear about these these uh, Kickstarters sometimes and you're like, wait, whatever happened to that battery that we were all supposed to have in okay, our cell phones? So I have, a, I have something like that actually happened this, this, this weekend. So I... March 2015, so that was, what, 15 months ago, Oklahoma State Quidditch was trying to raise funds to go to the World Cup, so, and my Wait, wife's a huge... Did Oklahoma- you say Quidditch? Quidditch, yes. Like Harry Potter? Harry Potter? Yes. yes. How, how do you play? The, is It's just lacrosse, right? We'll find out, because we're actually going to have an Oklahoma State Quidditch player on the podcast next week. Good save, Jake. But, uh, so, my, my wife's huge in Harry Potter and loves Oklahoma State. And so, they one of the things they were doing were personalized jerseys. I'm like, they're supposed to arrive in August. I'm like, this is great. My anniversary is September. That'd be a great anniversary gift. Set. Doesn't show. Doesn't show. Doesn't show. Get some email. So, I delayed. I email. I move. You know, I, all this stuff happens. <laughs> and... I had completely forgot about it. So I get home. We get home. We were running some errands on Thursday. I get home, and there was this, you know, uh, mail package in my mailbox. And I'm like, I don't remember. Or- it's, you, you know, you've always, you've, we've all ordered that thing on Amazon and forgot about it, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm like, what did I order that I just forgot about? So like I walk like up to it, I look game. at what it, and hell? I see this like OSU quidditch. I'm like, oh my god! It finally showed up a year and a quarter later. <laughs> it finally showed up at my house. Thanks Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Did they actually end up making it to wherever they were trying to kickstart for? Yeah, yeah, they competed and they they That's finished cool. pretty well. At one point, they were like the sixth highest collegiate quidditch team in the country. Ah, uh, okay, awesome. <laughs> There's a there's a whole Netflix documentary about like collegiate footage. I think I've seen it. It's I think it's pretty awesome. All well, right, I'm gonna have to watch it. 
Because I asked him one time on Twitter, because like, cause the one thing is, like, how, how does the snitch work? Because yeah, that's, like, the one thing is like, really out there besides the whole flying bit. Well, and it breaks the game. Right, but so in the real in real world Quidditch, the home team has to provide the snitch, and it's a person that runs right. around um, it, with, like, a sock with a tennis ball out you know, hanging out their shorts right in the back and so they said they either get a track person or a wrestler and oklahoma state's one of the premier wrestling uh schools in the country and the snitch is allowed to fight back in real world wrestling in real world footage right, right, right. so they're like right. throwing people and shit apparently <laughs> so this sounds Awesome. Yeah, so looking forward to that. <laughs> you totally uh, need to watch this. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, I mean, they, they said this going to work for next weekend, but hopefully nothing happens when we actually have them on because I'm really interested to talk to her, like, how? <laughs> it's like, tell us everything about how this works. It'd be fun to ask him about Harry Potter. He's like, I never read the books, man. I just needed the credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a club team. Like it's just like for funsies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so hopefully that comes on. Um, hopefully our other interviews come through that we've been talking about doing. Again, just like the intro said, we're a Broken Jars podcast. We have Shalex Gaming. If you want gaming, we have the Dresden Files podcast. High Fantasy starts in two weeks. We have an official start date, so if you want to talk about writing and all that good stuff, you know, uh, we're going to be there for you. Me and Jay Ray have talked about starting an office podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still going to happen. Um, <laughs> I want. I've been super. I've been super good at getting back to you. So I, I just. I whenever you're ready to go, man, I'm pretty much ready to go. No, you showed me that sweet intro. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so that that's check us out, Broken Jars at XYZ. Like our RS, RSS numbers have been going through the roof recently. I don't know what's going on. Shylocks. <laughs> well, it's, that's part of it, but like I'd for, hate to admit it. Forty-two admit. Has, has gone from seventy plus RSS subscribers to over three hundred in two weeks. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. So I don't know what's going on. Please email us, Broken Jars Podcasting at Gmail dot com. We know we're not speaking into the abyss, but we would like the abyss to, you know, speak back to us a little bit. It's kind of like a was a H.P. Lovecraft, you know, looking into the abyss and waiting for it to talk to you or whatever. Sometimes you stare into the abyss and it stares back or something. Right. Yeah, something like that. Right. Whatever. Something I saw like the a- uh, I saw what the Dresden Files podcast was talking about. Their next episode is going to be about. I'm really looking forward to that episode. What's it going to be about? I don't want to spoil it too much, but it's a bunch of what ifs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like what if, uh, like what if Harry used the spell of unmaking on uh, Susan instead of using it on the statue or whatever that he was supposed to use it on, or you oh, know, the right. one that uh, Mother Winter gives him. Right. So it's you know pulling the thread and see what unravels kind of podcast. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, oh, it's that'll be fun. It's going to be fun, and they're having guests on, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, since we have uh, J. Ray on, and he does a gaming podcast, can we ask you what your uh, favorite video game is ever? Ever? Okay. It's probably going to be... um, I mean, not ever. That's hard, right? Top three, maybe? 
Yeah, well, one of the top ones consistently probably is Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Is that first person or third person? Third. I can't play third person games. Yeah, I uh, I tried to play it way, way back, way back in the day, a decade ago. And um, what do you call it? It was on PS2 and it was like, I couldn't do it. It was trash. But then a couple years ago, they came out with a remastered version that I played on 360. And it updated the camera with the uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 camera, which was kind of like this free swinging camera that made like mm-hmm. walking around the jungle a lot easier so it's specifically that version i think i dig i think it's a shame too because some of the you know like witcher 3 is supposed to be one of the best video games ever made ever but i can't enjoy it because it was third person like i couldn't play any of the uh grand theft autos mm. until they finally made uh five where you could go first person yeah i was always afraid that'd make you sick like at least mm-hmm. in grand theft auto specifically because everything is so like fast and in your face and Shooty. I love it. I think <laughs> I <see. it's, laughs> that game was amazing in Grand Theft Auto. That's Ryan actually loves sensory overload games. <laughs> I see. Yeah, maybe, I see. Maybe. <clears throat> I like sensory overloads. Period. I like spicy things and fast cars. And yeah. I heard you guys talking about a Fast and Furious franchise last week. Yep. So I can see why I can see why you'd be a fan of it. Yeah. Speaking of which, I actually bought. Uh, I don't know if it's an anniversary or if they're just releasing it for one night, but it's going to be in theaters in June. And uh, I'm going. I'm going to go see see that shit in the theaters. Which one? Like the first is, one? Believe it or not, is, is it the number same one? Theater. What? Is it yeah, the first one. one. Nice. Believe it or not, in the same theater that I saw it the first time. <laughs> oh, wow. Very nice. Ten years ago or whatever it was. Ten years ago, yeah. Or no, it had to be 15 years ago. Is it 15 now? It's 15. Jesus Christ, we're getting old. <laughs> you are. I don't know about me. You know. <laughs> You're only six months younger than me, asshole. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Fuck you, man. No pick, no proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the heated topics in our Slack was the uh, Ghostbusters. Okay, so if we're going to get into this, I'm going to get into it. And Alex, I'm sure your head's going to explode. Sorry, buddy, but... Okay, so the more I think about it, the more he doesn't I, listen to this shit. It's <laughs> probably true. The more I think about, we could talk shit. So the freely. more <laughs> I think that Ghostbusters is actually a disservice to women. There, there, there you go. It's actually p- pandering and exploiting them, and not actually doing something positive for them. Uh, depends on which you know which lens you want to look at it through, but overall, like I think. I mean, it's. it turns out it's kind of two sides, the same coin. Because I was thinking about this conversation the whole time y'all are having it. On one side of the coin, it is an all-woman cast. Which, which I had no problem with. Which is kind of cool, and it is empowering for women. Right. On the other side of the coin, they're totally being exploited. <laughs> right, because no one, so, everyone would be pissed off if they were doing... Everyone would be pissed off if, if it was like a male cast or a mixed cast for a Ghostbusters reboot. But at least this way, they're getting some people favoring it, and they're building controversy. So they're just using them to, to spool the controversy. I mean, you've got four great a- actresses. I mean, I think all of them are very good actresses. And I just hate to see them sort of forced into these specific roles where they could have spent 100 or $200 million and given them an amazing movie all of their own. It's like, don't spend this money and rehash Ghostbusters. Spend this money... Give these amazing actresses an amazing vehicle, and if it flops, it flops. 
but give them a chance to create their own history instead of picking back on the coattails of men. Well, well, um, well. I don't think that it's not like any of these ladies are like new to the scene, right? I mean, right. It's true. Three of them are super successful SNL uh, players, and then Melissa McCarthy has been doing pretty great in terms of headlining like comedy movies. I mean, a lot of them are from Paul Feig, who's doing the new one. So it's not like they need the handout in terms of being attached to the Ghostbusters franchise. I just think that, I mean, this Ghostbusters sequel has been talked about like since way before Harold Ramis died, and people were not on board um, before that. And then when he died, they're like, "All right, well, it's over. No one should do it ever again." I think the the women casting is kind of an unfortunate thing that's also happening because people are going to be against this movie from the get go, and then there's a lot of like this internet woman hate thing going on so close to Gamergate, like last year, two years ago, or whatever. So I think it's it's just a weird, unfortunate thing. Um, not to, I, I hate to be the Alex of the podcast, right? <laughs> Which is a terrible thing to. Uh, to be no one wants to be the alex but uh <clears throat> no i mean and i hate to say it too but i i'm kind of looking forward to it i think people say the graphics look terrible i think that it looks pretty sweet but maybe i'm a noob of movies but i have uh, I, I, I have a morbid curiosity shit. about it but i yeah. really have no desire to see it um and it's I not expect be- it to be as good as pixels yeah, that's kind of what I'm get thinking it'll be. It, it's it feels like a cash grab and a waste of yeah. talent. Like these yeah. are like really talented actresses, and <clears throat> I mean, Chris Hemsworth is going to be in. I and mean, there's a lot of really talented people in it, and I just feel like it's going to be a waste. There a waste of screen time, and no one like six months from now, or how six months after it's released, no one's going to remember it. You know, it's going to be a non-issue. I think that. Um well, I mean, all all four of these ladies, I think, are going to bounce back from this if it does happen. Oh, to it won't be. It's not a career great. killer. I just think it's. I part of, part of me is just tired of getting the recycled shit over and over again. I mean, our kids aren't going to have anything original. It's just going to be redone. I mean, I grant I know that we're on the tail end of having anything original, but still, like, give us. Give us a new story, a new idea. Give us a Matrix. Give us anything. I mean, everything is a reboot or a redo. And I'm tired of it. It's like, we don't need to remake The Magnificent Seven. It's a great movie. Let it be a great movie on its own. And let's spend $100 million on making another great movie. Let's not, let's not reboot and try to just money grab off of things. Well, so let me let me ask this question. There was supposed to be a rumor. I forget who's doing Ghost, but is it Sony? Yes, or, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Sony. I, <clears throat> there, so there was a, a thing I read last year that they're trying to make this into like an, a universe franchise so that they're also going to do another all-male Ghostbusters. Did you guys hear that? And that they would exist in the same universe as each other? As what? Say it again? So, so they're, they're like trying an, to franchise it? Yeah. Again, give me something I haven't seen before. Like, yeah. You know, though, I am part of the problem. The I, only movies that I've seen or am excited to see have been reboots or sequels. Well, think of the last original like, movie the, that came out. Right, yeah. There's been a lot, and I haven't seen any no, of them. Not really. Not in the last well, even, year. Well, even the ones that have come out, the few great ones that I should have seen, I haven't. Right? Like, I just... But uh, I knew Jurassic Park was probably going to suck. 
Went and saw it anyway. Opening weekend. Fuck it. I wanted to. I was so excited to go back to the Jurassic Park. I was. They got me, right? I was like, yeah, you're getting my $60 a ticket or whatever it is for these 3D movie <laughs> yeah. fucking cool seats or whatever I paid for. And um, they got me with Star Wars and the Pixar. There's like the next four of the five Pixar movies are reboots. I have no desire to see any of them. Really? Yep. You got you. You're a lion. Nope, I kid you not. You're the a liar one. if you're telling me you're not going to go see Incredibles two, dude. That's the only one. It's the only <laughs> one I'll go see. But I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. Like that's why. Like I think I like watching Netflix so much. At least I get some new original series and stuff, and they're really interesting. And Hulu. And well, you know that's that's interesting too because it's such a huge investment to make like a feature film nowadays that I think a lot of studios will do the safe bet and go for a reboot or something that exists as a franchise while Netflix can do these really low budget things, but to a dedicated audience. Yeah. Lower budget. Lower. That's true. That's something I was reading a story about, about how the, the, there's only two movies made now. There's the really low budget and really high budget because ever since the Avengers hit a billion dollars, yeah, everyone wants to hit a billion dollars. And yeah. so the sort of those movies that, you know, they might make $100 million and that was really good, those kind of movies are gone. You know, like the mid-tier action movies or dramas are gone pretty much. So you have the, like the lower-budget indie films, and then you have the ultra-blockbusters, and there's just nothing in the middle. And I think that's why one reason that you're saying, like, Amazon and Netflix are just really, like, grabbing on the movie thing because they can make those movies now. Well, and that's bad filmmaking, really, right? I mean, you should be able to make a nice middle-tier action flick without spending $100 million. Right, but they uh, they don't want to. So they're they're going to... Since the big action movies are costing so much more money, it's taking money away from other movies that would have been made. Hmm. Did you guys see 10 Cloverfield Lane? I did not. I heard it was really good. Um, I, it'll probably be something I'll rent eventually. Because uh, yeah, I'm I, trying to. Like, anymore, yeah. like, I only go to, like, blockbuster, blockbuster movies anymore. Uh, everything else I just rent because I've got a pretty nice TV audio setup at the house. So it's way cheaper just to rent it on Vudu and 1080p and stream it and. You know, drink some beer and have some pop that way. Take a piss. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'm looking at so the I saw goddamn it, adult. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's supposed to be an app or something that lets you know the best times to pee during movies. Mm-hmm. But I forget what that app is called. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it is, but like it'll actually like send you notifications. Yeah, it's like you it'll, it'll, it'll buzz. Is like, okay, you know it's safe to pee, and it will tell you exactly. <laughs> so well, the thing cool. is, is while you're taking a piss, it'll give you a synopsis of what you're missing mm-hmm. while you're taking a right. piss. The, the, it's the montage of them rebuilding the spaceship, uh, rebuilding the spaceship, right, or something, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they're, my, they're walking a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say I took my mom to see. Uh, I think it was Return of the King. Maybe we saw it twice, and both times. She went to go to the bathroom at the exact same time. They were like lighting all the torches of Gondor. So she comes back from the bathroom and there's like a full scale war. And she's like, oh, what the hell happened? And I was like, because your old lady bladder. Fucking <laughs> shit. I remember that movie was like four hours long too. I mean. 
Uh, that's true. But damn it, you you spend that money, you you hold it in, or you bring a bag or something. Um, Wear a diaper. Right. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting serious here. All right. So Ten Cloverfield Lane was a it was an independent flick, right? That was made way before, and then Abrams and Bad Robot and all them saw it and they bought it to release it. And it was after the fact they put this Cloverfield spin on it. So it was actually called like the seller before this, and they did some reshoots to make it fit with this new name. Uh, the budget here is estimated to be fifteen million dollars, but it made twenty four million opening weekend in the U.S. It's pretty good. You know, that's got uh, John John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then some other bearded guy. I don't think it was you though, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But so that's an instance where I think it was kind of an original concept that was successful, but they weren't totally sure, so they tagged on this Cloverfield name and gave the movie a a little spin after the fact to make sure that it would sell. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's unfortunate that they didn't think it would merit on its own, you know. Right, right. But even like the big blockbusters, you know, that are new, like uh, the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Even with all the hype, I was like, eh, didn't go see it. Fuck it. Um, I can't think of any. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> that really hurts my argument. <laughs> I can't think of any other like <laughs> new movies. But well, I'm trying to. I didn't go see down. them either. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm looking at this list, and I guess maybe this is listed by... Oh, it says listed by popularity. But you got, like, X-Men, Civil War, Deadpool, Neighbors 2, Assassin's Creed, like all reboots or sequels. Uh, then there's this The Nice Guys flick with uh, Gosling and um, that dude who punches his mom. What's that guy? Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, dude who punches his mom. Yeah. Um, I heard that was supposed to be pretty good, but I'm not going to go see it. So I'm part of the problem. Faux it's show. another one of those things where I'm just like, I'll just wait till it hits Netflix. <laughs> That's another thing is so many of us have decent televisions now. It's not like when we were, well, at least when me and Ryan were growing up, where the biggest screen you could find was tw- 23 inches or 18. Or you remember those guys, that, those crazy old men that had too much money that have those 32-inch CRT Sony TVs? Oh, yeah. Look they weighed terrible. like 400 pounds or whatever it was. Yeah. So, but you know, most people probably have a forty-two inch, because you can go buy one at Walmart for like one hundred and fifty bucks now. I mean, they're dirt cheap. It's true. Yep. To get a ten eighty p just display, uh, and so that's it's why just, the, that's why these luxury theaters are succeeding so mm-hmm. well. Well, because it has to be an event to go watch a movie now, mm-hmm. and it they have to cater to that type of event. You need to be able to. You should. You should feel like you should dress up. You know, Almost, you have a yeah. Feeling, yeah, a specialness to it. So, like, a, there was AMC redid the theater in Tulsa, so they they put in the really big seats that would lay almost completely flat, heated, mm-hmm. assigned seating. And I read this article in the Wall Street Journal about them. So, AMC every theater they did it to, they reduced capacity by fifty percent, but ticket sales rose by forty percent because. You know, they had all these extra amenities, you know. So it's like, it's so nice having assigned seating in movie theaters. I, assigned like, seating is a fucking game changer, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the only reason I'll go. Like, if there's something that's coming out, it's like, ah, oh, I want to see that. The only reason that I go see it at all nowadays is because they have assigned seating. I get yeah. on that, that stupid fan app or whatever it is, the Fandango or, yeah. Yeah, or whatever, like a month in advance. Buy that shit right in the middle. Right where yeah. I want to sit, you know. 
Yeah, I, I mean, love I remember. Line too. What the hell was it? It was uh, Transformers Two. Before I knew it was going to be terrible. I, I bought, thank you. I uh, I bought the midnight tickets, and um, but there's oh. no assigned seating. It's a regular theater, so you want to go early. So the show's at midnight. I think I ended up showing up at like eight thirty. Just to scope it out, yeah. Uh, Then there's nobody lying. I'm like, that's cool. Let me go get a Jamba Juice, you know, hang out with my rat, mall rat bros. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you check back every 30 minutes or so. So by 9.45, you're like, all right, I got to get in line. I'm the second person there. But, like, that's your whole night. Plus, that movie is, like, three hours long. Yeah, and you kind of had to run. Yeah. Like, forget, like, getting your seat and peeing or whatever. It's like, I have to establish, the movie has to start before I can go pee. Yeah, no, you got to go there. You got to lay coats on this chair, pee on this chair, and take a shit on the other chair <laughs> just to make sure you, you claim your space. Yeah, and then you could go take your break. But yeah. with assigned seating, I could show up 15 minutes before. I yeah. Th- right? Isn't that amazing? Like, it's nice. a great yeah. thing. What I also love is a lot of theaters going to full bar service, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. there I don't was. I like to drink, and it's awesome. <laughs> there was a uh, theater in Oklahoma City called The Warren, which is great, and they had the balcony. And so it was assigned seating, um, full full bar, full menu service, like the whole bit. So like during the movie, if you want something to drink, click a button. This waiter comes and like sits down beside you. Like, what do you want? You're like, tell him what you want to come back. And next thing you know, you have a 32 ounce beer in front of you. You're like, yay. <laughs> You're like a cherry Coke and some milk. Good. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, well, I'll get that for you too. <laughs> That's awesome. The uh, the Rooster Teeth guys are always talking about the uh, Alamo Draft House down in Austin, uh-huh. and I'm like super envious of it. Like I wish we had cool movie theater places like that up here in Jersey. Yeah, there's one in here in Houston. Lucky son of a gun. Yeah, the River Oaks Theater is a uh, one of those. It's one of those where like you get there and it only has two screens, and the yeah. seats are real old, but they're old luxury, mm. so they're still kind of nice and they have this old feel to them, and the uh, the 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 screen is on a stage, and it has the curtains and the whole nine yards, and the people wear like the old old school bellhop suits or whatever they're called. Oh yeah, with know. like the vest and shit. Yeah, that's cool. It's really cool. It's a fun experience, and they play like great movies. Like you can go, you know, midnight showings of Akira or um, Rocky Horror Picture Show stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I think I a couple of years ago, I think I heard that the Draft House did this thing like for two hours. They just replayed the Force Awakens trailer, and like they <laughs> they would play it once, and then they have a big room discussion, and then play it again, and they did it for like two hours, just like breaking it apart. And that sounds like great because like that's just a room full of people who are totally into what you're into, yeah, um, as opposed to like awesome. the mom who's like bored and brings their kid to go watch like. Mega Mind, and then they're talking like I want to watch Will Ferrell kidnap Tina Fey for fuck's sake. <laughs> that movie was better than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah I've been saying uh, Spider for like ever. <laughs> Did you see that that Netflix movie that's coming out? Which one? Mm-hmm. They're putting uh, David Spade and Adam Sandler back together. Oh, yeah. is it the duel? <laughs> and Adam Sandler's crazy. Like he's yeah, like my, the the friend that shows up out of nowhere, like <laughs> your bad friend from your past. Uh, my brother actually just watched it. He said it was actually pretty good. Really? It looks funny. The tra- I'm tired <laughs> of the advertisements <laughs> on my Netflix. The trailer <laughs> looks funny. <clears throat> so you see, well, you'll be able to answer this better than Ryan will be, but Jerry, what's you. your favorite new like TV show like on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu? 
like like one of these like originals like from original, a streaming company. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I gotta say, I, I I rewatch the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt a lot, but I think it might actually be House of Cards technically for quality. I know you guys were talking about Spacey last week too. Yeah. Uh, motherfucker kills it, man. You know. The show does this fun thing where, like, once or twice an episode, he breaks the fourth wall and talks to you about, like, his evil schemes for political glory. Wow. Um, just gives you chills, you know? Uh, that's good. And then Aziz Ansari's show on uh, Netflix also, Master oh, of None. Master of None. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but, I mean, all, all three of those shows are just, like, super high quality, and I could totally see a network picking them up. And obviously they passed on those shows. Which was dumb, but... Well, they didn't pass on House of Cards. No, that was Net- just Netflix. Netflix outbid Showtime for it. That's huge. Yeah, the, it was a big deal when it happened. It was the first time that a streaming service out just outright outpaid a cable service for a show. <clears throat> Netflix has taken some really big bets before. Yeah. They so really Amazon. Like, like they've been doing... But Amazon has, like, the money to, like, pad it, you know, where Netflix yeah. doesn't. No, Netflix went for broke on a few things. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the uh, the Disney that Disney thing. deal last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that. I think that'll be good. I mean, I don't think. I don't know. It's hard to say if I think people will flock to Netflix for it, but I think it'll definitely create loyalty within the people who've already got it. I'm very excited as as, as a parent. Yeah. And Although, as a so. nostalgic, you know, kid that grew up in the '90s, there's so yeah. many I'm looking forward to. I did read that Force Awakens isn't included in it though, since it came out last year. So that's going to air on uh, Stars or something when that. that gives a shit. That really sucks. <laughs> I liked it. So I've it. seen it three times <laughs> now, and the third show, the third time was the best time. Okay. There you go. There sure. you go. You got to rewatch it at least once, man. <laughs> You're like funny. you got to get that hype to like. Now that the hype train is dead. Yeah, there are issues, but it's just like any other great movie. Like, I can sit down and rip apart all my favorite movies. Like, there's a plot hole here, logical here, all this stuff, but it's still... It's, yeah, but they're not... What? Oh, okay. It's not <laughs> It's not four, five, or six, but it's way better than one, two, or three. <sighs> like, in, in the echelon of things, it's fourth. So... It's bet it, I liked it a lot more the second and third time around than I did the uh the first time. Did any of you guys see right. um John Carter of Mars? I did not. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Super random, I know. But that came out in like twenty thirteen or something, and I saw that movie before Disney had bought Star Wars because I was just living in this world where there were never gonna be a Star Wars movie again. And I was okay with it. John Carter came out and I was like, it's bringing it back. Like this cheesy ass, pulpy, stupid star wipe nonsense, like kind of bad acting, but maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> um, like, like corny ass jokes, but like cool. Mon- and I watched it, and I was like a huge fan. And I was like, this is it. This is gonna be my fucking Space Jam, except like not Space Jam. But um, yeah, it did like terrible. I think like it, it totally overshadowed Pluto Nash as like worst grossing film of all time or whatever because of how much money it cost to make it. Oh yeah. It, it cost like 120 and made like seven or something. Yeah. It was I, mean, I know it's not that bad, but yeah, yeah. it was bad. And then I showed my girlfriend it a cut like two months ago and she was like, that was fine. And I was like, fuck, 
like I thought it was great. <laughs> it's like showing somebody the song you just found. Yeah, you know, and they're like, you look over at them halfway through, and they just kind of smile and nod, and they're checking on their phone. Yeah, you're like, so, you're missing it. Stop talking. <laughs> trying to yeah. show you something that's important to me. I'm, I'm burying my soul to you. Yeah, it's true. It, it was tough. I mean, you know, she liked it fine. I mean, she's she's very accommodating of my stupidness. So, whatever. But then I got Force Awakens, so I'm I'm good. John Carter may be dead, but I'll keep getting lightsaber fights, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I Shut can, up. Whatever, man. <laughs> I cannot like tell you how excited I am for Rogue One. Like I was kind of like over Star Wars, then that Rogue One trailer came out. I was like, well, I'm back in this boat. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm ready to see. I will admit the trailer's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. But it's really easy to make, like, trailers awesome. Still. There's a whole YouTube channel of people that go in there and re-edit movies and make trailers out of them. (laughs) And they can make, like, movies that that are really shitty. The trailers for them are awesome. Okay, so I started, like, re-watching some 90s movie trailers, and I just wonder how we ever went to the movies in the 90s. Those hey, you should were... go back and just watch some of those movies from the 90s, man. They're really bad. They're as bad as the trailers were. Let's see. We might have to do this live on air. Because uh, there was one in particular. Do y'all remember Rookie of the Year? Yes. Of course. Of course. Uh, okay, so how we do this is we uh, queue up the YouTube and 3, 2, 1, and we'll all c- click play, and then, we, then we'll discuss it. All right. So you queue up at zero and then... Yeah. All right. You want to set us off? <clears throat> All right, you ready, Jerry? Yes. All right, and three, two, one, click. Mom, come on. I got a game. Henry thinks that he's actually going to play today. Henry Rowengard. Such a cute kid. I was just going to say that. He's adorable. <laughs> but it's like the voiceover is so terrible. Who did he come up? Who did he ended up being? He was in uh, the, the American Pie franchise. Okay. He was like the not cool one, which is weird because Jason Biggs fucked the pie in that movie. But... <laughs> is that Jason Biggs? Well, not this kid. Oh, oh, he was that. Oh, he was that friend. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When he's trying to bone Tara Reid, which was also a mistake. And now rotate from the shoulder. Slowly. This music, I love this music. <laughs> it's so '90s movie trailer. Those tendons have healed a little tight. Now the kid who wasn't good enough for little league. I like that sound effect too. Oh, look at the the CGI. Is pitching. Whoa, John Candy. I love his voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just want him to, like, read the white pages to me. I'd listen to it. <laughs> I think that guy's hilarious. Anything he wants. Anything he wants. You see. This summer, the majors will be answering to a minor. Pitcher's got a big butt. Pitcher's got a big butt. 
Well, that was the uh, janitor from Scrubs for a hot second. Oh, I love that movie as a kid. <laughs> I did too, but that trailer was terrible. But I know when I saw it as a kid, I'm like, terrible. I, when I saw this kid, it's like, dude, we gotta go see this movie. The one that really does it for me is the trailer for uh, Sandlot. Mm. I thought that was like the greatest, I thought that was going to be the greatest movie ever when I saw that trailer. Now looking back on the trailer, I'm like, wait, why? What? <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend and I were talking about uh, really bad extreme sports movies that we watched as kids, and she watched a lot of Disney originals like Johnny what Tsunami. Brink? Um, Are you talking about Brink? She also brought up Brink, but I was, in the, I was in the Disney kid, so I missed out on a lot of it. But I, w- I did bring up, I think it was called Airborne with uh, Seth Green. It's like this kid from Hawaii who moves to like, Wisconsin, and the only th- cool thing he could do is inline skate down hills and I Does he know. jump like off of like a parking garage at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what's up, man. Oh, uh, anyways, shit, trailer yeah. was terrible. But so you watched those kind of shitty movies as a kid. Yeah, you, this is uh, we're going way back. So fuck it. Um, <laughs> you remember that movie where the kid gets stuck in the uh, model house in the attic and all he has is RC cars and airplanes to like, oh, yeah, yeah. engineer his escape? <clears throat> oh my god, what the hell was that called? Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean. Funny. These, it's weird too because they try to come up with like movies like that nowadays, and I'm like, Psh, that'll never work. <laughs> Who would ever watch <laughs> that? That was the great thing about but 90s. Like, Everyone was like, hey, let's just throw some shit against the wall and see what happens. Hey, some yeah, of my sure. greatest movies are those shit movies. Like Three yeah. Ninjas? Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I still love The Three Ninjas. That movie's classically bad now. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this, but no one else remembers. But do you guys remember Surf Ninjas? I do remember Surf Ninjas. Yes, it's I a do. vague, like, haze memory. Yeah, it was uh, Rob Schneider was like the not cool friend of the three brothers who were ninjas. <laughs> oh, God almighty. And there's this gif that appears everywhere on the internet of all these ninjas stuck in a closet, and the door opens, and it's a supply closet, and they go, supplies, but they're trying to say surprise, and it's super racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, See, I, I uh, just don't know. How I, I grew up, well, me and Ryan both grew up inline skating, so we saw all the shitty, shitty inline movies when it was like the it thing to do and be, and Brink was one of them. Like, yeah, so we were watching a bunch of clips from that movie, and it's like, as someone who never watched it, it like does not hold up at all as a twenty-eight-year-old. But I could, I could see me getting super down with it if I'd watched it back in the day. <laughs> I loved Gleaming the Cube. Yeah. Like, is it Kelly Slater or whatever? Is the skateboarder? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, Kelly Slater is a surfer. No, not Kelly Slater. Um, Christian Slater. Uh, yes. Christian right. Slater, yeah. yeah. That's Christian right. Christian yep. Slater. Ah, close. Whatever. I got there. <laughs> no, it was a Slater. I mean, not AC Slater, but... <laughs> and he, do- he does that epic uh, freeland at the end. Mm-hmm. Could have known that kid could skateboard for real. During the credits is the best part of the whole movie. Oh yeah. Other it's, than Tony Hawk's camera. You watch the entire full thing on YouTube. Yes, you can. But do yourself a favor and just skip to the credits. Um, also an old movie, but totally unrelated to action sports. Does anybody remember that um, Charlie Sheen movie, The Chase? No. It, it was a uh, Christy Swanson, and he he's like broke or he's trying to be arrested or whatever, so he. Holds up a convenience store with a Butterfinger bar and kidnaps Christy Swanson in his car, and it's just the two of them driving down a highway. 
Um, Anthony Kiedis and Flea are in it, and they're just following <laughs> them around in a monster truck. And then um, <laughs> what? The dude from the first Jurassic Park, Wayne Knight, and um, fuck, what's that punk rock dude's name? Who's a comedian too? Henry something. Right, Whatever. You're on your own, big. Either way, so all these crazy ass people are just following Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson in a car. And then at some point, they bone while they're in this high-speed chase. I mean, it's great. It's great. It's perfect <laughs> 90s movie nonsense. But um, It's back before physics mattered in yeah. movies. She, like, steers with her butt or something. <laughs> 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 it's great. This sounds like a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, though, because it's just proper pleasure. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing guilty about this. Yeah, it's great. You could also watch that on YouTube for free. So uh, does anybody, re- to, does anybody yeah, remember the the, uh, the Rocketeer? Yeah. Oh, Jacob, you've all time favorite. One of my yeah. all time favorites. Don't you have like an original print poster or something? Yeah. <laughs> Framed. <laughs> Used to be. <laughs> it probably oh. looks dope though, right? Because it has all that retro aesthetic. Oh, well, it was cool. it was uh yeah. it's Art Deco. Mm. Actually yeah. um uh, yeah, it's cool shit. It's real big too. It's one of the big yeah, this marquee posters or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, big yeah, marquees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a while, I had all of my apartment decorated in movie posters. Yeah, this is the one I have. It's all like nice and like deco. Yep, that one's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like. If I had so uh, there's a a props auction place that I follow, and so about once a month they have a new movie they're auctioning off, and they had the Rocketeer, and if I had had the twenty thousand dollars, I would have bought the helmet, like (laughs) the stage worn Rocketeer helmet. I would have done it without without thinking about it. If I had if I had that kind of cash to blow, it would be instant, like just instant buy, one click on Amazon uh, kind of thing. So would so you got to answer this? Would you have sex in it? Uh, if I could see out of it, <laughs> I, even if I could, fuck it. I'm putting this. Take pictures, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say you just got to uh, just make sure you talk to your wife and be like, "Listen, I can't see shit. I'm trusting you. <laughs> right? Don't stunt vagina me here. <laughs> Line me <Right>. up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it on her. <laughs> We're gonna... <laughs> you don't have to see anything anyway. Just put it on. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, this got oh. weird in a hurry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You don't tell her. You're like, hey, I got a surprise. <laughs> I need you to do me a favor. Oh, you, like, take not... her out to like a fancy dinner. You're like, hey, I got a, I got an idea. <laughs> no, I wanted to, I, 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 wanted wanted to, to, I may or may not have spent 20 grand on something I want you to wear. <laughs> well, the problem is you say that and she's thinking diamonds, you know. You know, super better. rare stones. <coughs> You're like, well, it is rare. <laughs> yeah, it's one of a kind, one. baby. Yeah. <laughs> there's just this one. <laughs> um. And it is a rock. It's here. <laughs> you know? Do one of those, you trail off at the end. <laughs> so we actually want to get to a top... Actually, Ryan, 
What do you recommend for us today? Actually, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto V lately. Ooh. And anybody who hasn't played that or hasn't played it recently, get on that shit, man. That game's great. Yeah, that I game. I haven't played it in a while. Grand Theft Auto is one of those games where you just sometimes you should just log in, go stand in the middle of that downtown, and like watch the sunset with the airplanes and like the cars and the traffic and the people, and just marvel of how far we've come in video games. Because even if it came out a few years ago, it still is the cream of the crop. Like, holy shit, look at all the stuff we can go do. Like, the other night, I, the other night I, I stole a motorcycle, right? Mm. <laughs> like, I kicked a dude off a motorcycle, raced it to the airport with cops chasing me, hit, like, this, the, uh, a dumpster, and jumps, I jumped over the fence, right? <laughs> Land on the runway, run across the runway, jump off the bike, jump in some dude's jet, steal the jet, and fly up, and then parachute out. And as I'm free-falling, there's, like, this beautiful sunset and the water and, like, these ships, and you can see all the cars moving, and it's just like, I can't believe we have video games like this. And it's just one of those things that sometimes we, you can forget. It's like Witcher 3, you know, like when you look out the uh, castle window. Mm. Or Fallout when you're well, not the new one because that game sucked. Yeah, but like Fallout so Three. Yeah, they um, there's a new DLC coming out for uh, Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's that um, what it, I forget what the hell it's called, but basically you can like make your own in-game gang, and you could be like the leader of the gang, like Saints Row nice. style. Nice. Sounds cool. Yeah, I might. Yeah. I, I played it on PS3, and I when I switch over to PS4, I never. I didn't get it again, but um, you're not part of the master race. I I can't do it, man. Alex what keeps bugging fuck? me about it too. But this whole keyboard and mouse thing is ridiculous. I mean, I write my emails with an Xbox controller, you know. No, you takes, don't. Takes it takes forever. All right, it's not great. <laughs> okay. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> you're like, but I'm committed. Okay, right. So you see, <laughs> yeah. this is what I'm working with. Yeah, I mean, I'm I remember. I refuse to adapt. No, it's true. I mean, I remember I was younger. My cousins used to go to like cyber cafes and stuff to play Counter Strike with all their buddies. Look super cool. And then I would go home and I'd play Metal Gear Solid like for like the 18th time. Um, yeah, and I just never got into it. I mean, even when I play some PC games, I end up hooking up a like I played Titanfall on PC and I used to hooking on a controller because I'm. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You need to be playing it and on the master race. Yeah, come on. Anyway, so my recommends applies <laughs> to doesn't apply to all you peasants. Including oh, me, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't. It doesn't apply to you as much. Because <laughs> your game doesn't render all the shit that I just described to you like I just described it. Yeah. You fly up and you see clouds and fog and a couple cars moving. You don't but see what I see. the particle effects are so good, you know? No, they're not. Oh, well, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine. Okay. Sure they are. Uh-huh. You just don't know any better. No, it's true. Sure, I'm on the dark yeah, side. Like your we virtual have reality is going to be awesome, too, you know? <laughs> yeah, Alex keeps trying to sell me on that too, but I'm like, I'm like waiting until like Walmart does virtual reality, then I'll buy on. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I get it. Right. <clears throat> I mean, speaking of like failed Kickstarters, you've been hearing about. I mean, they're still talking about it. All those failed Oculus Rift deliveries, you know. People who pre-ordered it like years ago are still waiting for their shipments in. Uh, yeah, but we actually talked about the fact that they're going to be selling Oculus Rift and Best Buy. Well, like. You can go buy one in Best Buy, but you haven't got your pre-order yet? Oh, that'd be so annoying. It would be yeah. so annoying, but I think, right. you know, they probably signed a deal with Best Buy, and Best Buy probably paid a shit ton of money to get them. 
you know, help yeah, develop them. You know, it's all the, it's all the reasons. Well, I, but. I, I, I honestly believe when it when it's all said and done, you're going to find out Best Buy paid a hundred million dollars for like all those Oculus Oculus Rift headsets. The word on the street is Oculus Rift lost. The Vive is just better. Yeah, there was that um, that program called Revive or whatever that had come yes. out. Uh, yeah, it's and the, then because uh, the everybody wanted to play. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody wanted to play Oculus games, but on the Vive, so it works. They haven't found a game yet that it doesn't work on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm just sitting here watching 360 YouTube videos, putting my phone against my glasses, spinning around my computer chair. I mean, that, <laughs> that's pretty close to virtual reality for me. If you put the cardboard or the uh, Gear VR and you just watch the YouTube 360 videos, it works. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how immersive it really is. You're like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, there is something right there behind me. Yeah, I mean, I started watching, like, somebody river raft down, like, the Grand Canyon. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is pretty. And then, like, I switched immediately to, like, a Korean pop band dancing, which was also pretty great. Uh, and then I wa- just went to the porn. He's like, oh, I see the power of this. Well, Pornhub, yeah. VR category. Well, I did apply to get one of their free Google Cardboard things, but uh, <laughs> I was too late. I was too late. <clears throat> but I did watch a video about how that's made or whatever, and they said it's like super awkward because the ladies have to be like three feet further back than they normally would be to get in view of the camera. Yeah, one of the guys who's <laughs> one of the podcasts I listened to, they were talking to um, one of those YouTube tech review guys. So he got the Vive and the Oculus Rift you know, weeks, months ago kind of thing. And they asked him about the porn, and he goes, it's not quite right. He goes, it's like, you know, she's 18 feet. Like, the scaling just isn't quite right. She doesn't feel like she's right there. And it's like, huh. But... Because I think the closer the subject is, the harder it is to avoid, like, that digital st- stitching that ends up happening when you, like, stitch the different camera angles together. Right, the flare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why they keep them so far back, so they don't, like, walk up to you and they start looking like Quasimodo touching your junk. <laughs> <clears throat> the future man <laughs> yeah <clears throat> you hear like that porn kazoo in the background and the chick's just going sanctuary <laughs> <laughs> that's a boner killer man for some speak for yourself <laughs> I feel like you're being a little judgy right now <laughs> that's true I am I'm sorry I'm if trying to be, Alex was here, he'd be mad at you. I was gonna say I'm trying to be edgy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so subtle about it. You're not like you don't build up or drop. You're just like he's the same voice tone. Just like start saying weird shit. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're uh, hard. Yeah. To, you're hard to guess when you start yeah, talking. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Well, I don't. I don't have everything for everything, you know. So I want to. I want to keep everybody on their toes like that. Yeah. Where's this crazy ship going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that so, about it, Jake? Do we got any? Oh, you need to tell us some interesting facts. Did you know the original Star Trek The Next Generation transporter effect was done by sprinkling glitter in water and stirring it and filming it? Yes. Hmm. And, and actually a bunch like of... The bunch superimposing of, uh, it? Yes. Uh-huh. Hmm. Green screening it. Or not green screening it, but they did it before green screens. They just simply like cut the film. Right, right, right. Just put it later yeah. on top, yeah. Uh-huh. And if you if you pay attention, you're like, oh yeah, obviously that's what it is. That's exactly what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I know. Yeah. And also, 
for the, I might have talked about this before, but the first two seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation were actually original series scripts that they adapted for The Next Generation. That's cool. Hang on a second. So that's why they that's why there's a marked shift between the second and third season. Like, like if you if you watch it, you know, season to season, there's a very big shift right there. Is so that that's why? Because they actually started writing next generation scripts instead of repurposing old scripts. Well, it starts off like with a high pedigree of storytelling then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Star Trek a little bit in our Slack today. <clears throat> but I think I was always a Voyager fan. I I I liked Voyager for the most part. Uh, in terms of the hierarchy for me, it's TNG, DS9, TOS, Voyager, Enterprise. Mm. Yeah, I never watched Enterprise. I didn't like yeah. their I didn't like their outfits. So I was like, I don't get it. You're different. I tried to watch Enterprise. It was terrible. Yeah. Ryan, what's your hierarchy? Hang on a second. So why did you like Voyager so much? Sorry about that. Uh, Voyager, uh, I, well, seven not to be, boobies. <laughs> well, that was great. Hell I mean, I, I, I yeah, yeah I had to wait Ryan, for that. But, um, that was the icing on top, man. Well, I, I just thought it was interesting how like diverse that whole crew was because they were the mix of the two different crews, like the Federation crew and then that other race of people that Jacote was from. No, Cardassians. got that wrong. What? what? You got that wrong too, Jacob. God damn. Y'all apparently didn't really like that show. It was a long time ago, man. No, no, I was playing Bajorans. Snake Eater. No, not Bajorans. Um, Borg. Twilight. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, fuck. Opa Lupus. No, the... Uh, who, was, who was the breakaway from Starfleet? The, the set of humans that broke away in the neutral zone. Of the Cardassian border. I don't the Maquis. Remember. The Maquis. The Maquis, yeah. Yeah, he was part of the Maquis, which is just a rebel group of humans who didn't want to be part of Starfleet. Right. But I, I guess the, that's why I appreciated in the beginning was like that tension between the two crews. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and also... Jerry. Right, and then Jerry Ryan's boobies. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Did you, ever look, did you ever like Google her nude? I did not, but I mean, it's like giving me ideas, it's like, man. No, don't do it. It's like meeting oh. your heroes. <laughs> I see, I see. She's okay. way better with clothes on. Specifically, the board clothes, or can I? Does she actually do nude photos, or they just like the photoshops on other people's bodies? I think there's like one photo set where she's like topless. It's not like a full like Playboy episode, but there's some like modeling shots of her. But yeah, they exist. All right, let y'all do your own scientific research on that. (laughs) So thanks for ruining my day, bro. (laughs) Bro, bro. (laughs) Some Uh, girls like. Yeah. I've definitely right. had it happen where like some girls I think are super hot that I see in topless. I'm like, nope. Mm, I mean, that happens with dudes too. Did you see that picture that was floating around of uh, Saved by the Bell? What was... Mark Gusser? No. Or, what he... are you talking about? I don't know, no. man. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Diamond. Zach. Uh, Zach's girlfriend? Kelly? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, fucking Tiffany Amber Thiessen. There was one where... Oh, she's so uh, pretty. A, yeah, I think it was recent, and I was like, "Wow, she's still gorgeous." Uh huh. And it's like a semi-see-through bathing suit. Yep. She that one I in, recommend. Uh, she was in one. white collar. <laughs> Loved her in white collar. That's a good show in general. If you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch White Collar. You got it. I'm adding it to my list. 
You know, you know what it's about. No, no idea. Okay, so you know, <laughs> you remember the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can? Yes. And at the very end, he's helping the FBI agent catch other criminals. Yes. That's what the entire show is. It's a con help, like doing con things, helping the FBI catch criminals. It's really good. Okay. Sounds fun. Like I would, yeah. That's like my my style show. Like if I could look like anybody, because like the main character. Um, it's got a full head of hair. And... No, it's <laughs> Matt Bomber. It's Matt Bomber. Uh, okay. But he's he always wears these amazing like sixty like suits from the sixties and seventies like real Rat Pack and shit and I'm just like oh nice. man if I could have those I couldn't afford those but if I could have them I would and just wear it like I would wear like if I had those kind of suits like tailored I'd wear them every day like I'd wear a suit every day if I could like have tailored and look that good. This dude looks like a young uh, that guy from Mad Men. How's his name? Uh, John Ham. It's like a young Ham. <laughs> or maybe if Ham boned uh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> and then more fancy suits from the 20s. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I think it's all on Netflix now, so it's really easy. Like the first two or three seasons are really, really fun. After that, it gets okay, but you should definitely watch the first couple. All right. <laughs> Right after our Dunder Mifflin podcast. Right after our Dunder, uh, great, great Scott, it's coming great soon. Scott, whenever you're ready, man. Like I know, I know. Like I've been like studying up, getting notes and shit. Like ready to go. Uh, I guess we should go ahead and plug his podcast too, right? The Shylock's Gaming one. I already did that. <laughs> oh well, okay. I also I heard Alex say it so many freaking times last week. Like I'm afraid to afraid to mention. It. <laughs> I get booted from the call. <clears throat> no, we don't booty like. <laughs> Listen to some of our other podcasts with Alex. You'll realize we don't boot anyone from the call. <laughs> Even though they deserve it. <laughs> Even though they might deserve it. Yeah, I mean, he's always the host of our calls. Otherwise, I'd boot him. But. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would come on your podcast, but I'd just play Dota, so... That's fair. I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure for the next year and a half, Alex is just going to be talking about Overwatch. So <laughs> our, our news cycle is pretty much screwed because he's going to be telling me about his best play of the game that week. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Listen to Shylock's Game Podcast. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not as funny on it as I am here. I'm not allowed to be. <laughs> he is kind of he holds a whip when it comes to his podcast. I come up with ideas for the Dresden File podcast and he's like, no. That was never my intent. I'm like, well, my bad. My bad. Sorry. Well, Sorry. For, for, uh, for Shylocks, he does a lot I'm more of the work, it. so I'm okay following his lead. I'm afraid if I put too much input, then he's going to make me work harder. So. <laughs> you know, just I basically like, show up and Responsibility avoidance. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I like it. That's, my, that's sort of my aim for high fantasy. Like, I just want to show up. Now that I've done all the legwork, I just want to like show up and talk about writing. Should be a good podcast. It'll should be, be good. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be good, and it'll continue our high reaches and the high, high thousands of RSS subscribers. I'm interested to see um, Alex stretch your legs a little bit when it comes to talking about writing, because occasionally you hear snippets of it on the Dresden Files podcast, mm-hmm. mm. but she's not talking to other writers that want to talk about writer things. Oh, so she's going to nerd out hardcore. Yeah, she's going to really nerd out. It's going to be fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. In this episode of Shop Talk, 
<laughs> for anybody still- listening, or for the people who are watching, <laughs> Jacob just needs like uh, four more or three more people, and he could do the Queen video. Like you have just your. <laughs> <laughs> I am a poor Galileo, family. I'm a poor family. <laughs> I need to get these uploaded. I haven't loaded uploaded video in a while. Oh damn! Never mind. For so late. You'll you'll no. get through it. You'll get it eventually. You'll get it eventually. <laughs> I know we, you already picked our outro song, but that would be a perfect one for tonight. I can change <laughs> it, but we've already we've done Queen two weeks in a row, so yeah, and I don't want to set him. We are as much as we love Queen, we will not do Queen every week. Yeah, but we also hope reserve the right to do Queen every, every week. week. Because so fuck off. You're, you're listening to this podcast yeah. for fuck's sake. I don't know why, but you are. All 300 of you now, apparently. Awesome. What's awesome. up? <laughs> Hit us up. Broken Y. Uh, broken, broken Jars Oof. XYZ. My uh, broken Jars Podcasting. Uh, uh, yeah, Broken Jars Broadcasting. Broken Jars Broadcasting at gmail.com. Uh, at Broken Jars Pod on Twitter. Uh, at Broken Jars on Instagram. We're on the Instagrams now, so we're hip and cool with all the cool kids from downtown. No, we're not. We try to be. I, I've Broken been Jars downtown. They're talking about it. Nothing good, but they're talking about us. Hey, man. If, if a million people listen to us and all one million of them hate us, I don't care as long as they're listening. <laughs> ah, true. Because... <laughs> I can turn a million listeners every day into a pretty decent living. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you listen, you fucktards. Buy this shit. I may quit showing my face on video, but <laughs> beyond that, yeah, I can make a million people into a pretty good living. Well, unless we actually want to get into our topics, I uh, I think we might as well just call that a, call that a show. We're at an hour and yeah, 15 already. Yeah, I think that was a pretty good podcast that's a pretty good podcast so uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you for coming out to the 42 podcast bye bye it's a good show see a proper a proper yeah uh, he, he gets person. it he listened to the last <laughs> week's episode and he knew to say bye <laughs> yep. i had to get on alex twice in a row i swear I to god it's that. like he never listens to these episodes <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks for coming on, man. You really do. That was fun. Oh, chill. Thanks. This is You'll nice. have to yeah, chill no, up more often. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, I, mean, I, I like video games and all, but sometimes it's nice to chit-chat about some other stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. Out of all of the podcasts in the Broken Broken Jars Network, I really like ours because it's the least restricted. Yeah. We can cuss. We have with no spoilers. We just, whatever we want to say, or we do have spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, just whatever. We talk about games, politics. Sometimes Jacob goes off about finance and... I zone out, you know, stuff like that. It's awesome. Whatever we want to do. great. Yeah, no, it was awesome, man. I'm glad you guys invited me on. This just makes it hard because, like, it's hard to get an audience for a broad podcast. Like, you really yeah. have to have the cult of personality. I don't know if, if me and Ryan really have that yet. Well, I mean, no. I'm pulling your weight, but we're getting there. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Whoa, I'm just I was joking. Whoa, hey. <laughs> you, guys were, uh, you guys were definitely shining over Alex last week. And again, I, the, kid's, the kid's great. But, uh, <clears throat> he's a sad Sally sometimes. Yeah, well, it's just... Um, he's, it's unfair when he comes on our podcast, though, because we kind of gang up on him. Because me and Jacob think so much alike. 
and then he comes with these ideas, and it's just, you know, it's one of it's one of the issues with that type of mindset. Is like the general idea is the high road. It is like eventually we probably get to where we all agree with what they say, but that's all they have is just the high road. They have nothing, no path to get you there. It's like, well, it's not fair. You get to say, well, don't you wish it was this great world that we all wish it was? And it's like, yeah, I do. Well, then why don't you agree with this? Like, that's not a fair argument. Like, that's not, you can't, you know, No, he's got a similar mentality with the video game stuff. And I always feel bad because he's like, oh, this game's like, oh, we were like debating about pirating one episode or whatever. And I was like, dude, I want to spend fucking 14 bucks on Joe Schmo's farming video game. Right. But, uh, you know, and he was not busting my balls, but he felt very sad about it. He was going to buy it for me. And I was like, well, take me out on a date first, bro. I haven't seen you since college, and you're getting me gifts. <laughs> There's a bunch of video games that I've... If I've ever downloaded something illegally or acquired it without paying for it, and I really enjoyed it. I've always paid for it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to tell him. I was like, you know, there's just no, there's no way for demos nowadays. Like, you got to get part of like really short time betas, or I got to trust reviews. So, I'll download yeah. it, play a couple hours, and if I like it, I'll buy it because then I get all the features anyways. And if not, then no harm, no foul. Yeah, uh, I, that's a good point. I never thought about the demo thing. It's like we used to play shit at demos way back in the day. Yeah, yeah man, I thought about getting that. We literally played one level on a demo all night one time. Literally all night. Yeah. 